Hello and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this is episode 356. And this week, back on the Romero train with Diary of the Dead. Yes, yes. So continuing our journey through the uh, George Romero mm-hmm. Dead series, um, this is uh, Diary of the Dead. So the fifth installment. Mm-hmm. Uh, although sixth of our total yeah. because we did, did we did do the 1990 remake as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one was directed and, or written and directed by, by uh, George A. Romero. I think I put credits in the wrong order here. <laughs> Threw me off. Uh, uh, and was released uh, September 2007 at the Toronto International Film Festival for its premiere. And then uh, in February 2008 for its full release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was actually shot all in around in and around Toronto. And yeah. like okay. all, all the cast and everything is all Canadian. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Including a very young... Super bef- way before anything. Oh, Ta- yes. Tatiana Maslany. Uh, when I saw <laughs> who was, her. like in it for the least of any of the characters, but was the only one of these people that ever goes on to anything after this. Really. When I realized it was her, yeah. when they're uh, the bit, when they're, when, they're, oh, when they're all in the Winnebago yeah. and she's driving. Yeah, she's, and I was like, she's the I was like, it's Tatiana. Yeah. Sweet. I we actually are going to have a, a, like an actor who can act in this. Well, you should have oh, known. No. No, no, she's incapacitated. She's not in the rest of the film. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, it's kind of ironic. Really. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so like obviously I went pretty hard on setting up the the badness of this one mm. to some degree, which I kind of feel bad about because like that's not really something you should do. Um, <laughs> but it is what it Look, is. Sometimes you gotta warn. You gotta warn yeah, a person. I mean, no, not really. But <laughs> but here's the shocking. Here's the shocking bit. In like looking everything up for for like doing the actual episode. Yeah. It turns out that it was not that poorly rated. No. It actually yeah. has like a sixty something. Yeah, sixty percent. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the actual reviews at the time were like. Like, somewhat mixed, but, yeah. like, relatively decent reviews. Yeah. Well, um, you also have to remember, like, at that time, yeah. mid-early 2000s there, yeah. like, the found footage right. style of movie yeah. was a big deal. There were so many absolutely abysmal I ones. Suppose. Anything yeah. that was, like... Because it's clearly, I mean, like, regardless of what you think about, right. like, the actual movie itself, right. like... It's professionally put together. Well, because it's there's still money. A movie. There's exactly. I, exactly. I, I don't think that the biggest problems with this movie are related to the actual way that it's no. made. No. Um. So I'm actually I wanted to t- sort of yeah, speak yeah. to that a bit. Yeah. Because first of all, what's an interesting point is that technically speaking, like it definitely came out as part of that trend towards. The whole found footage movie thing. Mm-hmm. Technically speaking, it's not really a found footage no. movie. It's more of like a faux documentary yes. kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Because like I they, mean that was the intent they of go the, out of their way in, to sh- the in-universe making yeah, of it as they well. They show yeah, the yeah. fact that they're literally taking this footage deliberately to yeah. make something of it. Yeah. And that, you know, they show that it, it is edited. Yeah. It is at least to a limited degree. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and there's even like a narration, and there's music put over, um, mm-hmm. and all that. Um, and the thing is, is that Romero 
because I read some comments that he made, and he because he wasn't really trying trying to make a found footage movie. Yeah, he was trying to make a movie based around the idea of what I think he called something like emerging media or whatever, where it was like the idea that like people it was getting to where people could like regular people could shoot yeah. their own footage and yeah. upload it to the internet and yeah. get it out to the world without like bypassing the conventional yeah. sort of media. Well the right? the ability to do digital recordings had become like super easy to do. Super yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and at, and by this point the yeah. sort of internet had gotten to the point where there was now an outlet where you could easily yes. get it out there. Yeah. YouTube Right. It's, I mean, it's in this movie, right? Like, yeah. this is a post-YouTube so, world, right, in this film. And so, um, you know, that's really what he was going for. He wasn't really going for found footage per se. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is, is that, like, the 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 distinction is kind of minimal in the sense that, like, it's it's playing off of the well, same... From you know, the person watching the film... Yeah. That distinction is so blurred as yeah. the audience, right? Like, you don't... It's so... And... and and especially considering like how also the premise of the film is set up is yeah. they are they want to the or the main character yeah. wants to make a movie for like basically like well when this all goes to hell this is the evidence right yeah. you know okay. um and it, and and the idea of like oh we can show people what oh actually, exactly. the what reality happened yes. what yes. actually yeah. went yeah. down yeah so which all, in all all well and good my problem is it doesn't really work because. With the found footage genre, what makes it work is the rawness. Is yes. the fact that, like, the idea that, like, some spooky thing happened, mm-hmm. you know, assuming it's a horror movie, yeah. which most of them were. Yeah. But, you know, like, some spooky thing happened, and, like, it's a very raw document of, like, this is what this exact yeah. s- group of people went through, and then we know it ends badly because it's yeah. found footage. Yeah. It's not like there's anyone around to be like, here's my footage. Yeah, exactly. It's like, we know things went wrong. Yeah. And then you find it and then it's like the, the, you know, or, you know, something or someone finds it or we are seeing it as it, as it lay, as it uh-huh. basically just the raw, you know, footage. Well, you get what, you get what is filmed and nothing more. And, right? and so it feels a much more, like kind of visceral and sort of like immediate mm-hmm. because you're just like oh like like this is just what happened unvarnished yeah and the idea of this where it's like yeah we're gonna sit down and take time to like edit different camera angles and different it's, source footage and we're gonna put music on it yeah. and some narration yeah, it's, it's like are you kidding me that's who, who cares then just make a normal movie jumps back and forth between the the like oh this is just a dude with a camera yeah like a lot of scenes like the stuff when they're in the Winnebago yeah, yeah. and stuff like there are a number of scenes in this that are exactly absolutely and those are some of the actual and if that had been those are the some of the best thing. scenes and then they do the stuff where it's just like oh this is just a this is just directed photography yeah it just through the lens of through yeah. the stylistic lens the, of it and the idea to me and this has been pointed and the, out. And okay, yeah, sorry. this has been pointed out by other people. But the idea to me that after everything that they went through, yeah, and the fact that this is like it, it should probably be noted that this essentially goes back to the beginning of the timeline. So yes. it's it covers like basically the, the actual first outbreak, yeah. as opposed to it being years later, yeah. like where in the series so far we've it's yeah. progressed to like years later. Yeah. This is going back to like the outbreak, but of course, as usual. 
with these movies being well, they scrunch like the comic book time style. Yeah, yeah. It's always now. Yeah. So it's it's you know like you said a post you to you know it's yeah. a late to, you know later yeah. later mid 2000s time yeah. period but it's the beginning of the zombie outbreak. Uh. Um but it, but yeah like my problem is is that like so you you go through this apocalyptic event mm-hmm. that you know Fair enough that it's early on enough that they don't really know for sure, like, oh, this is basically the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a certain amount of, when it first happens, there's a certain amount of denial and a certain of amount course, of just of kind course, of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, the authorities will get it together. Yeah, yeah, they'll, yeah. They'll, like, they'll do something about it. And then, Well, the one guy, who's like, the National Guard will save us. Then yeah. they get robbed by the National yeah, yeah, Guard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, like, you know, so, okay, I can see to a certain extent. But still, if you really think about it, logically, and you know and over time they really it does start to kind of dawn on them but like no pun intended um but like basically this is like end of the world stuff right Mm -hmm. um and like deborah the the main sort of somewhat main character i guess not really yeah yeah, i mean it's sort of a a a a group but Mm -hmm. you know deborah is obviously well, she, being that she's the narrator, yeah, it kind of positions her at the beginning. Um, the fact that she, like, okay, so like, she's just watching all her friends get killed, yeah, and then like her boyfriend, who was like the the main, yeah, you know, behind oh, Jason, the camera, yeah, yeah, the main driving force, and then and it's like all this like crazy stuff happens, and then she's just like. Yeah, I'm just gonna finish the movie. I'm just yeah, gonna like I'm yeah. gonna sit here and edit it and add music and add narration. Like, give me a I mean, break. I understand this like a, a certain like okay like. Uh, coping mechanisms in a in a in a but, it, it, but it's stretching it, it, so and here's the well th- the problem is is I mean it ultimately comes down to yeah the and this is another place where the difference between yeah. bad found footage oh, and good okay, found footage go. is your actors yeah. have to make it seem believable right because the thing of found footage is well it has to you don't feel want actors acting yeah. You want it to seem like regular people. Yes. It has to feel because very as natural. soon as it feels like actors acting, yeah. we we're just watching a movie. Then exactly, and I realized and we that was all when, watching a movie. And, yeah, and the problem is, is not only is this too much feel like it's actors acting. Yeah, it feels like a lot of actors who have never acted before. Oh, yeah. They are acting. Yeah, and well, it's really what's interesting. I, no, no, again, like a lot of parts of this movie. It comes and goes. Yeah. There are sometimes yep. where these characters, they are There's just hitting the notes. There's and some like, good scenes. Why is this not like this all the time? Yeah. And then then, then 15 minutes where everybody is just like, yeah. they were just told, read your lines emphatically. Well, and that's be, all we've got. That's it, all the director's yeah. notes we've got. It needs to be very naturalistic. Yes. It and, needs and to it feel just, very, it, it just flow naturally. It just mm-hmm. feel like you're, you're literally just watching. Yeah, yeah. Like, like some footage of yeah, yeah. real people. Like that would be me in that situation kind of thing. You know, yeah, like, it has to be very know. naturalistic. Yeah. And 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 so that's the other way where I think that this kind of fails in that way is that that's an absolutely crucial aspect of these mm-hmm. kind of movies. And if you don't do that, it yeah. does not work. Because like yeah. you said, then you may as well just make a normal movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they could have done... So Romero said that he actually had been working on because he was really keen, you know, much like all the other movies where there was some sort of social content yeah, aspect. Yeah. He was very keen on exploring this idea of like that emerging media thing of, yeah, yeah. you know, the idea that, you know, 
what's put out in the mainstream mm-hmm. has its own kind of agenda or whatever. Yeah. And not necessarily like in a conspiracy kind of way, but just in a like, yeah, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, like Fox news presents things exactly in a way favorable to their, what they want to yeah. portray. Right. Yeah. Like we know this, that's not a conspiracy. Dramatized news. That's yeah. not a conspiracy yeah. theory. That's just how it works. Yeah. Right. So like, um, you know, so that idea and the idea that now people, regular people can shoot footage and put it out on the internet and everyone can see it, um, like exploring that concept, fine enough, right? Mm-hmm. But that could have been done in the context of conventionally yes. made movie yeah. Yeah. while still exploring that concept. Think, if this movie had been made, trying to force little... it to be all yes. in camera mm-hmm. or like whatever you want to call it, like a, like a found footage style, but yeah. but like obviously not found footage, that just didn't really work. Fake, I, I think if this movie had been made maybe a few years later, yeah. when that sort of that, um, that style of movie making had evolved a little bit, it would have been, uh, most of this movie would have been conventionally shot. Yeah. And then they would have used, and but Jason still would have had yeah. his camera, mm-hmm. and they would have used, yeah. Oh, we're Just, gonna we're gonna use Jason view yeah. for emphasis on certain times. District when it would, nine, exactly. In exactly. Dis, in District nine, Thank District you. That's nine where I was is getting. not a found footage movie. It's a conventional film. Yeah. But any time that there would logically mm-hmm. be a camera view in the scene, yeah, that's used. Yeah. So there are yeah. there is like in universe footage mm-hmm. used in quite a few places mm-hmm. throughout the movie but only when it makes sense like yeah. when there is a camera there yeah um and then or for i mean and even then, if just for dramatic reasons yeah and for like, dramatic reasons anytime they're in the winnebago yeah would have worked great and yeah. those are actually some of the strongest scenes in the movie yeah and then when they leave you didn't need it it doesn't it actually would it doesn't felt, add me it just it's it, attracts it would have actually yeah. no it definitely detracts it yeah. would have been way stronger yeah. to do it that way yeah um the other thing is is like you mentioned about the acting mm-hmm. so most of these actors like i said this was shot all yeah. in and around toronto most of these are like unknown canadian actors yeah most of them were actually primarily theater actors that explains a lot. And so Romero said that... Actually, Again, a lot of the delivery, a lot of the... making the movie, this was really helpful because because of the way that these types of things have to be made, the logistics of mm-hmm. it and everything, um, it's, there's a lot of like going for long periods of time without stopping right because you can't necessarily used to that. you can't have all these little tiny pieces like you, yeah. of shots like you can in a normal mm-hmm. movie. And so he said like these this cast like... He said, like, they probably could have pretty much played out the whole movie mm. in one in go like, if, if you done needed them take. too. Yeah, yeah. Because they came from theater, so they were doing plays mm-hmm. where that's basically See, what you do. I think right? that's a bit of a mistake on Romero's part. Yeah. Not understanding how people use handicaps. Well, yeah. <laughs> people use handicap. They film for five minutes and stop. Film for two minutes and stop. Film yeah. for 30 seconds and stop. But the, that is how people the actually is, use handicaps. Of course. And so the, all those it, micro cuts. But are, every. The thing is, is those cuts would have just been like. Yeah. Well, but every found footage movie has that problem. Exactly. Because in every found footage movie, the camera runs way longer than it probably yeah. would in real life. Yeah. And they have to just kind of English fudge battery. That. They just English, kind of have to fudge yeah. that in order to make a movie, right? Yeah, yeah. That's just one of those things. Yeah. But, but it's, yeah. The two things that, oh, that run reverse to real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, handy cams in movies run way longer than they're supposed to. Yeah. And flashlights die almost immediately. <laughs> when in reality... Your flashlight battery yeah, lasts yeah. for years. Yeah, yeah. Batteries, yeah. Flashlight, uh, flashlight does not take a lot of battery. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's that. Yeah. Um, 
So that would be my main issues. Mm. I, just, I think it, it was an unfortunate because the and then in terms of like the acting wise, I think it wasn't so much the acting as I find the actual dialogue. Well, the dialogue absolutely atrocious. The single worst thing it is in this the movie worst is the thing about the movie. It is absolutely. absolutely it just it sounds completely tone deaf. Like it's like. It's, it's, it's exactly like, how in a movie of that era, yeah. someone who has never met a people of this age would write people well, of this. There's era, that problem, you know, because we do have. But it's also just, you know, we yeah. do have a guy that was probably, you know, sixty or whatever. Oh well, writing yeah. college students or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. And and so I mean, there is that <laughs> well, issue. But, but to be fair, he also didn't write the teacher any better, right? <laughs> um, but to be more fair. Or less fair, less I guess, fair. technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it never was a problem before. Yeah. Like, all of the other movies, his dialogue was perfectly fine. In fact, it was great in I, some places. Yes. Yeah, I don't... Like, it, I mean, think of all those memorable, like, awesome lines from, like, Dawn of the Dead. Like, yeah, all those no. zingers, you know? And even the last movie yeah. was pretty oh, well written. Yeah. I mean... There, it, there was no... It, well, the last movie, like, it was a bit cheesy. Yeah. But, like... That's the kind of movie yeah, it was. Yeah, it fits. And yeah, it fits. And, and, and it still uh, worked. You know, like it wasn't... And, and you did see it in certain places. Like when they went and they ran into the the like the like ex-National Guard guys. Yeah. And it was um, uh, Martin Roach. Like an actual oh, actor. you mean like the only black people in the movie? Yeah, yeah. Why uh, was none of the friends a black a black or any other... Yeah. See, or any other ethnicity for that matter? Uh, like, like why was the entire main group white? white? Wait, well, I mean... Is that, in 2007. Like, yeah, but this is the guy who cast a black man yeah, as yeah. the lead... It's true. It's in true. the first movie, and back in the 60s. It's funny because in my mind... I mean, well, well because also you got to remember, these necessarily weren't friends. This was just well, kind of were, like... It was yeah, like a it was like a class classmates, project kind classmates, of classmates acquaintances yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, I mean, the friends enough friends enough that like they know each other. They've hung out before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're you know yeah. somewhat comfortable being around each I, other. I was I was actually also bothered by like like Not some of these people. Friends, but... Yeah, because I was like some of these people like. This is a weird group of yeah. quote unquote. Well, it's like they were trying friends. to hit up a lot of different. Well, types and that was like, of... and that was like, but it was too different. Yeah. I'm like, these people would well, not hang it out. It also together. doesn't help that we didn't really get character development very much. Well, no. Like, and again, well, or I shouldn't even say development. Like, yeah. development implies like you know the characters change and develop over the yeah, course yeah. of the story. But we didn't even really get much like character like set up like yeah, yeah. like we we're basically told like their name like they literally had um jason the the, mm. the main you know camera guy well, it's ages for even see his face they literally had well which is fine like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. you know because he's he's the camera guy but, but but it's hard to associate with a character who you'd ever see but right? like they even have him straight up putting the camera on everybody and yeah. being like Tell me who you are, yeah, who yeah, they yeah. are, like their name and where they're from. It's not until she grabs there. the, she has the right. second camera and she turns yeah. it on him yeah. in that scene in the hospital, yeah. which is actually a pretty good scene. Yeah, I mean, I like the stuff where they're able to mix different, like they put in security cam footage, they yeah. put in a well, the they, where they go to their rich friend's like, house. I like that uh, sort of stuff in principle. Yeah, it's the way that, for example, Chronicle was done. Yes, right in Chronicle. Rather than being like, say, like uh, Cloverfield style, where everything yeah. is from that one camera, no matter what. Right. Um, in Chronicle, basically any camera shot is fair game. So yeah. everything. So unlike, say, District Nine, which is like a normal movie with a bunch of footage mixed in, 
in Chronicle, everything is from an in-universe camera, yeah. but it can be from any in-universe yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah. So it mixes like security footage, a camera, another person's camera, some yeah. other person's camera, some phone camera stuff, you know, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, because Chronicle's a bit later. It was 2012. A little bit later, yeah. Yeah. And then, but like Cloverfield was yeah. right at this yeah. time. It was so Cloverfield, like the next year. They, yeah. These were basically in development pretty much at the same time. Oh, okay. Romero yeah. has said in interviews that he didn't know about Cloverfield when he was working on this. Yes. Um, so, because like I said, he wasn't really trying to make Again, the same yeah. type of movie. He was mm-hmm. more trying to make it based on the idea of, of exploring this concept of the yeah. emerging medias. But it just ended up... You know, of course, he had seen things like, uh, you know, uh, Blair Witch and of things course. like that. It had come before, you know, the really early stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, but that's like a whole nother th- sort of thing, right? Yeah, like yeah. that's that very more kind of limited, very, mm-hmm. very specific. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, the ultimate tone piece. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like I really think that like it would have been better. Like the basic concept was fine. Yeah. But they needed to have a little more. Explore. I like the plot beats. The story yeah. and the, the progression story itself Actually, is fine. It made sense. The story is fine. What they did. Yep. Uh, all that. It There's was some just... good scenes. But the problem is, is like the terrible dialogue real, and the theatrical acting yeah. takes you right out mm-hmm. because it doesn't feel real, which is the most well, important thing. What it does is it makes this whole movie yeah. feel kind of like, like, you know the movie he's mm-hmm. filming at the beginning of this? Yeah. It just makes the whole movie feel like that. It makes it yeah. feel like a student project yeah, yeah, yeah. with like some very big budget behind it. Yeah. And I mean, we've seen movies like this before. Yeah. Obviously, not yeah. you know through the camera. But thing. we don't. But I don't like seeing it from you know from, but a there, master like Romero. Like it's he it was, feels uh, like a failure. And I think it's just a case of like, <laughs> even though as it turns out, technically it wasn't uh, no, because it still no. did fine. But he was clearly good. trying to do something yeah. that I think was maybe just like so outside of like I yeah mean, compare this to the other movies I think, outside of his wheelhouse i think that's part and, of it yeah like, kudos to trying something new. yeah i think um, that was a big part of it i think that he he his kind of reach a bit exceeded his yeah. grasp a little yeah, bit yeah. in that he had an idea of what he wanted to do but didn't really know how to do it yeah. and i mean in interviews and stuff like that about it he has talked about how difficult it was oh, just I'm physically sure. to make yeah. it, like in terms of just the logistics of, you know, and certainly when you look at this versus most other, I mean, sure, I mean, Cloverfield is much more complex than this, but Cloverfield also had a oh, much we... larger budget. <laughs> I mean, Cloverfield's budget was still tiny compared to like a big Hollywood yeah. blockbuster, but compared to like something like this, mm-hmm. you know, it's like this was what, $2 million? Yeah, yeah. Cloverfield was like 30 Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 20, 10 times 20, the budget. 25 30 yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, completely different scale. Um, so when you have that kind of money, you are able to yeah. do things, you know. Mm-hmm. So you go from something like, you know, the, the, the Blair Witch approach of like basically just totally bare bones, you know, a movie that just costs, you know, pennies. Less than, yeah, like just thousands, literally, <laughs> to like, Something like this, where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's a low budget movie, but it's like, if he had made a normal movie with these two million, it would be actually probably have been easier. Yeah. Oh, for <laughs> right? sure. Right? Because if, like, if, because yeah. you wouldn't have to worry about all the logistics of mm-hmm. like making these, all, yeah. doing all this in camera stuff. Yeah. It it was sort of beyond, um, yeah. like I I mean honestly maybe it was the kind of thing where like in order to make this turn out 
it's probably the concept and the way he had envisioned yeah. it was a bigger it was a bigger budget movie. Yeah. Like getting some uh, getting some more experienced actors. Yeah, getting, like, what like, this is a this is maybe a yeah. potentially mean, four or five, movie, five million dollar project where, where we had like big name like yeah, stars. Yeah. And yeah. and yeah. but I, but again, he did that. Yeah. And he doesn't He's not a hit the same note every oh, time. Oh yeah, a guy. absolutely. Like and every was, one of these movies is. Oh yeah. Even the remake. It was is del- hitting sure. differently than it was, the original. I mean, it was a deliberate choice in the sense that he wanted to go back yeah. to a more independent, right? Like unlike the last movie, which was a, like basically a big studio movie. Yeah. This was going back to the independent yeah. kind of thing that he started with, mm-hmm. low budget. You know, just figuring it out and getting yeah. it done. And that's great, except that I just feel that it was a bit outside of... Because, like, he had to figure out how to get everything done on the budget, but also figure out how to get everything done in this style of filmmaking, which he had never done before. You know, so it's like, I just think it was a little bit too ambitious Mm -hmm. for the budget that he had and the experience that he had in doing it. Obviously tremendously experienced in filmmaking this is now you know 40 years after the original movie mm-hmm. and you gotta remember like even though this is the fifth one of this series remember made many other movies oh, as exactly. well that are yeah. not part of this series so by this point he was definitely a very established mm. veteran had made many many movies but never one like this yeah. and, i mean uh just, the thing. maybe that I, was the problem i, I think the you know, where he said like I, you know, I already said like you know it's it's good that he was trying something new and stuff. Yeah, but I, I am going to put it a bit on him for like maybe bring somebody in to help yeah. who's yeah. done this kind of thing before. Yeah, because this is two thousand six. We had gone through at least five years of these kinds of movies mm-hmm. of like stylistically the presentation, this new media yeah. style of movie being done, and there were people out there who knew how to do it or could at least you know helped yeah. or advised yeah. and but he's a very i mean other than uh you know on the effects ends of things yeah. um he's a very much do it himself kind of guy and so that i think maybe that hurt it more than than other things yeah, but um but yeah it's it's definitely like as i i told you uh, before we record the pot i had to, i had to watch this in two parts because after about 45 minutes, um, uh, and maybe I was just tired, but like, I just, I was like, I can't, it was so distracting, the the method. I, I was like, I couldn't really pay attention to what was going on in the movie. Yeah. And I was, it was actually, I was like kind of getting sleepy. And because I was like, I was tuning out from, from the film because it couldn't, couldn't keep me attentive. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, go back and watch it a uh you know so i went back and i i watched like you know rewound about 15 minutes yeah. re- rewound quote unquote <laughs> and and then and then finished it off yeah and then like upon finishing it i was very like whoo what was that like like somebody like stunt some students doing a stunt film in the style of a george romero film like what well what and then but you know couple of days yeah. thinking about it i mean it still has I, some I really strong start, moments uh, yeah, it is and that's the thing i started to like like the bad parts yeah like sometimes you watch a i mean the biggest problem is is just that dialogue is disastrous it's and, disastrous and so i kind of like what stuck with me and it was like okay 
the terrible dialogue was like really it's just so stilted and, and artificial and it's not and... just like what the dialogue was but also the performance so there, there's 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 a lots of people to blame on that part of it the director the writer the which is the same person in this case you <laughs> yeah. know but i mean sadly there are other you know people involved but you know like the actors mm. you know they're and and then but then also what stuck with me was like oh how well, well the scenes that did work well how well they worked yeah and what uh, uh, the movie go like uh, the pacing of the movie the uh, which uh, that's where I really thought this movie was going to crash after mm-hmm. once I realized what kind of movie it was I was like oh this is just going to be like a terrible roller coaster of pacing no the pacing's good yeah the, no. the plot the way the story plays good. out the, the story is the way the plot really plays out is good yeah. actually and and there and for for the for the like the real like horror yeah yeah horror fans there's some nice like set pieces yeah. of some of the concepts of like some of the the, the kills and stuff yes. like that like the the um oh where they're driving people down with the winnebag and it's just like but like the guy <laughs> the the deaf mute amish guy oh yes when he gets grabbed from he's helping he, them escape oh and he yeah. gets grabbed from behind and he's got the pickaxe and he's got the side well it's a the scythe. scythe that's right and yeah, he literally yeah, yeah. just goes and puts the blade right through his own head and through the zombie's head that yeah the yeah. one that bit him um all yeah. in one go yeah and, and then that was brutal like peel off yeah um you know that was pretty like can't say you'd ever seen that before yeah. you know and and so like there was a few <laughs> with the dynamite he's got the dynamite he blows yeah. them up <laughs> the yeah. Amish were peaceful people uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but there's like a few bits and pieces like that that yeah. like if you're into that more kind mm-hmm. of horror side, because well, we haven't the zombies t- are all great. I mean, we haven't talked about that aspect of yeah, it. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, speaking of which, I actually this is something I'm glad you said that because you brought up a point that I really wanted to hit, which was I thought something really interesting about it was that they went. Obviously, this goes back to the idea of like showing the actual beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like patient zero. I basically. also really liked how. The way that the zombies, uh, the ghouls, whatever, yeah. are depicted in a very similar way to in the original movie. Mm-hmm. Like, they just kind of look like people with, yeah. like, maybe, like, a little bit of makeup. Yeah. But they don't have that, like, over-the-top, like, the, the, the blue-gray face yeah, of, yeah, like, yeah. Dawn. And they also don't have, like, the, the more, like, modern, sophisticated, like, gross blah, zombie yeah. makeup of, like, you know, like, land. Yeah. But, like... Or even Day of the Dead, um, they just kind of look like people with yeah. just like a little bit of makeup, yeah. and and they're and there's they're moving a lot around a lot more quickly, mm-hmm. and just kind of like because you know if you remember in the first one, like they had like you know like the the one like they're, they're very much more actively yes. attacking, yeah, they're much more animated. There's the one zombie yeah. that like he actually picks something up and like uses it as like an implement, and stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tries um, to break the window with the rock, yeah, yeah right. The beginning tries to break of... the window with the yeah. rock, yeah. And, and stuff like that. And there's a lot more of that sort of thing yeah. in this one. So I really like how they it's went the, back to... It's the Fresh Dead, right? Yeah. They're a little more... Yeah. little spry. I like how they kind of... He sort of put in that little sort of reference of like... it's take It really is like taking us back. Mm-hmm. But just like with a modern view. Um, and uh, the other thing that was funny is uh, apparently... Uh, and I noticed while watching it um, a couple, but... There's for like the news, the audio of the newscast mm. footage, like oh, oh from the beginning, or, yeah, or yeah, news audio in the background, which you hear quite a bit throughout the movie. Various different, yeah, like things from different, uh, uh, you know, presumably from different 
outlets and different channels or different yeah, radio different or whatever. Yeah. And uh, it's all like cameos of like apparently um, uh, it's like uh, one of them's Quentin Tarantino. Oh, really? uh, one of them's um, that's Guillermo kind of cool. del Toro. Oh wow! Stephen King. Um, and uh, what was the other one that? Um, that's really oh, Wes neat. Craven. That's and, and, really and, good. And what I was watching, you never really noticed heard, that. Watching. Well, it. the thing is, is I heard. Uh, I definitely recognize Wes Craven. Uh, he has a very distinctive mm. voice, and I recognize Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't notice the other uh, Stephen King or or Quentin Tarantino, and I'm not sure if there's any others, but those are the other ones. That, but like, I didn't notice them. Mm. Um, and I'm not willing to go back and watch the movie again to hear it, but they're, apparently they're in there somewhere. Um, but Guillermo del Toro, I definitely recognized and Wes Craven, I really recognized like instantly. He has a very distinctive voice. Um, so that was interesting. Uh, a neat little kind of touch. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. And that's actually very speaking cool. of cameos, uh, they also had, um, uh, oh, Romero played the, Romero himself played the. The chief of police oh in that one bit where the, that one bit of footage where he's talking about you know like like where, where they faked the, yeah. the like oh no it was just these immigrants that like went crazy and blah yeah, blah yeah. and and then you know they're like oh they they like they edited it they they like messed with it to like put out the wrong well yeah. like the chief of police in that in that shot that's romero himself yeah um so i did recognize them because mm-hmm. i've seen i've seen like pictures and stuff of them and uh i don't know if there's any other big uh, cameos or anything but uh that's, that's a neat I, that's, that's neat though that's, that's really good yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good way to use a cameo in a thing in a, in a film <laughs> like this to have them well in. in the old days they used to do it all the time i mean in the original movie i mean half the cast is like people that worked on the movie in other capacities yeah. you know like have you know it's like the produce one of the main producers is like one of the main characters and yeah another one of the producers was like you know, the they basically had a, everybody gets to be a zombie. Yeah, day. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people were, exactly. Some people just came in a zombie. Yeah, like, it was all hands on deck because you know low budget independent movie. Yeah, work um, with what you got. So yeah, so um, yeah. I mean, it, it some good moments, um, good intentions. Yeah. Um, but some issues definitely. It's yeah. It. But I think the biggest problem is I think it needed to go, like. All the way or none of the way. Like, mm. like I would watch just a straight up found footage movie, zombie movie, and I think that could be quite effective. Yeah. But this weird kind of like, oh, we turned it into a full on. They wanted it to be both, it, but it didn't with, work for it, me. It's, I guess it's the. It the, feels very contrived. Yes, that's that. Thank you. That's basically and the, the whole, whole thing point is, of is found footage feels, movies is, is the uncontrivedness. Uh, yes. The yeah. fact that you're just seeing raw footage. And that's, that's absolutely what separates a good... And now that I know that Romero wasn't technically actually trying to make a found footage movie, mm-hmm. it makes more sense. Yeah. But that doesn't make it work any better. No, it's still contrived. <laughs> it the still problem doesn't is, work. The, scene, the scenes are still yeah. too, way too contrived. And, and because of yeah. the way, like you said, like the style of the acting and yeah. then the, the really bad dialogue... Because really la- good acting might have been able to sell it. Yeah. And you might have been like... It would have been a case where you're watching it where you might be like, this seems a bit off... Yeah. But I still buy it. Yeah. The problem was, is it was it was hitting you from two different yeah. ways of oh I don't buy anything that's having, going having on. Having recently seen uh, like Cloverfield yeah. again after not having seen it in a while, that movie is the gold standard for like 
Yeah. If you're trying, like, obviously, yeah, you can do like the super low budget, very simple thing, mm. like the the Blair Witch type of thing. Yeah. But if you're trying to do something bit bigger, mm-hmm. but still keep it like this type of thing, yeah. To me, Cloverfield is the gold standard of that because when you watch that movie, it literally just feels like these are just people that you're, yeah. you know, and and like the whole first section before anything, before all the crazy stuff starts to go down, mm-hmm. you're just like, what am I watching? It's just like these like. Yeah people like it's a party it's just what? like yeah it's like a party it's like yeah. friends it's like some some interpersonal drama going on yeah it feels like a completely different like it just i mean they have all this at the start of this movie but it all feels oh, it's, it's so not forced good. it's so forced it's yeah. not it doesn't flow naturally yeah and and that's the problem is is these movies they need to be they need to feel very naturalistic and yeah. very just like there it is yeah. you know i mean it's telling that and it's the, hard. The two follow up the two follow up Cloverfield movies yeah. not done in that style yeah. because done. Well, also done. because that is a very artificially yeah. created yeah. series just, because it's not really a series. Yeah, yeah those yeah, movies yeah. have nothing to do with no, each other. No, no. Um, but here's the thing, though, right? Like. The problem is, is that like I, we probably just made somebody really mad though because they somebody's like, but they do have something. Well, no, they're but very not tang- in a literal yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're tangentially related. Not in a literal yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, yeah, they're not intended to be like no, you know, the same movie. Like they're not sequels. Yeah, yeah, but but no, like uh, yeah, I just it's <sighs> yeah, yeah, it just makes me sad because it is. Regardless of whether you are, you know, somewhat um, kind to it, like obviously the reviews were actually relatively kind, yeah. and and it, you know its rating is not that low, but like there's there's no way around the fact that like it is like the black sheep of the series for sure because it's it really set apart. It feels like someone else made yeah. this movie. It just does not feel that's, like a Romero And that's film. the biggest problem with it, is it doesn't feel like a Romero film. Like, it feels like it could have mm-hmm. been... Oh, Simon Pegg, apparently, was one of the other voices on the, oh, sure. the news thing. Again, that makes yeah. sense, yeah, considering. Yeah, totally checks out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, it, it just... It, it, Although, I, it, I don't like that, because then that reminds me of how old that movie is. Yeah. And then that makes me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, oh you mean, like, Don, um, uh, what, what's, it, what's it called? Uh... Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, yeah it yeah. reminds me how old Shaun of the Dead is. Yeah. But then no, no, I don't like the Shaun well, of the Dead. Well, because Shaun of the Dead came up before Land did. Yes, so, like, it was, yeah. like, 2004 or something like yeah, that, I something think. something like that, yeah. 2003, maybe? Yeah. So, that's... Yeah. Because, because... Uh, 2004. Yeah. Because yeah. Simon Pegg and, and uh, Edgar Winter... Or Edgar Winter... Edgar Wright have uh, cameos in yeah. Land. Yeah. Maybe, maybe part of it, too... Maybe like this and land just too close together. Yeah, I mean he it is take, weird. He didn't take that no, traditional like like ten half year, a ten year years. break. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, it's true. But 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 it's okay, okay, because we got one more. Yeah, where we got one more film uh, in in this series so far, and uh, I'm completely blanking. Uh, 2009 survival of the survival of the dead yeah yeah, yeah. that's 2009 so again only about two years later yeah so i think he he really kind of knocked these later these three latter day mm-hmm. ones he really knocked them out versus the time taken on the first three yeah just yeah took almost 20 years to make the first three and then 
knocked out these three two years apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. That's so... I mean... I mean, I guess he had his reasons. And but if it's you don't so... know, and if you don't know anything about survival, I know nothing about it. I'm I'm not going to spoil anything yeah. because it, I'm curious to see your reaction. Well, I will obviously I'm, post this. I won't be physically present for it. Yeah. But you can convey your what your reaction. You will hear was, about it when we talk about it in a month. When yeah. you see what it is. Yeah. Because if you don't know anything about it, I'm mm. curious to see what you think about. Yeah. What it turns out to be. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's all I, I'll say. I have, I because this, these were the two that I knew nothing about going into them. Um, yeah, because at least with Land, you had at least seen the trailer. Oh, yeah, I'd seen the trailer. And I, I think Land was a... I, I, somehow I just, like, osmosis Because like, I, sort of, I remember you making comments about, like... Because they literally put uh, Dennis Hopper's, like... Right. Zombies, man. They freaked me yeah. out line, like, in right the Right in the trailer, yeah. So yeah. it was, like, I remember you commenting on that. Yeah. Even if you hadn't actually... I mean, that was one of the things, like, I remember being, like, I kind of want to see that movie. And yeah. then I just, and then never, just did. never did. Never I was good. I thought yeah. I was going to go see it in the theater, and then never Well, now did. you've yeah. seen them all, except yep. for Survival, so... Yep. There you go. I, I went from seeing none of these films to... And word has it that they are going to complete, uh, or, you know, make the, the one that was intended to be the next possibly final uh one that romero had been developing uh before he died Mm. and the people that he was working with are supposedly picking it up and finishing it so posthumous so we'll see if that happens yeah well i mean i mean right now it's absolutely on but of course technically nothing is on right now you know so we'll see what the yeah like it was fully moving forward in greenland and blah, blah blah all that stuff but yeah. Of course, now we've had this interruption mm. with the strikes. So, yeah, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, supposedly it's intended to, to happen, and and they're be endeavoring to complete yeah. it nice. as he would have wanted it to be. Sure, like going off of because like they literally worked with him, and he had notes, and he had you know everything. So they're going to try and do their best to to make it slight extrapolation. The way they that, don't have to. Yeah, well, to, obviously yeah. some, but you yeah. know, interpretation or whatever, but. Mm-hmm. They're gonna try and make it the way that they think closest to what you know he, he would have wanted to, cool. to be done. So we'll see. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week. We will be back next week with another film, as always. Until then, I'm Chris. This is Emmett. Cheers. Bye bye.